0: Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, everybody! Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It is Wednesday, you know what that means. It's time for your AEW review. To meet your boy, Big Tasty, joined by Jay. How's it going, mate?
1: I'm still not fully recovered from having my ass ruled by was yesterday. Oh, it, it, it was ruled so hard. I can confirm. It was a good um, day. Keep an
0: eye on for that coming out. It should, should be out later this week, I'd imagine. Right. Um, yeah, fantastic interview uh, we did before, It was, Yeah, really good fun. Yeah. <clears throat> talked very uh, <coughs> yeah. very candidly about AUW, which is a nice little segue into what we're doing here today.
1: Yeah, he talked. There's a lot of like stuff he told us that I was like, I had no idea about. The so yeah, yeah, it's a really really good interview. Um, I'm really proud of it. I'm looking forward for us to release that. But we're not here to talk about our good friend Warhorse. today we are here to talk about AW. so should we get right into it I mean we've got three it, shows to talk about so we, we three need to shows. We, we, we need to crack on three shows and
0: a plethora of dream matches yeah I mean this has been a ridiculous week of wrestling hasn't it like the, the, the shit we got on AW this week it's stuff you, it's can't. stuff It's stuff you dream of like you said it's, it's literal dream matches
1: Tony can't just swing in his dick around I mean when the opener which
0: we'll get into now the opener is CM Punk versus Penta yeah and
1: that's, that's like and that's like the least one of the least hyped matches on all three cards. That got announced like literally just before the show started, didn't it? Yeah. Like yeah, about po- an hour before they went to air, It was well, like, punk, oh yeah, by punk, the way, punk Penta, just Penta, punk Penta was like, was on Twitter,
0: didn't he like show fight me tonight and pent was like, yeah, right.
1: Punk, punk seems to be. Um so obviously when Cody like left WWE, he had that list, didn't he? It yeah. seems like Punk's kind of like he put that tweet out there. He named a couple of people. Yeah, and then it seems like the next, like the last couple of weeks, he seems to be getting those people. Yeah, I not mean, I, Kings.
0: I think in um, storyline, I think he's just he's, he's just trying to build wins for the rankings, isn't he? Because he's like
1: he's basically. Literally, let well, literally, he, he started last like this week of fifth. pencil was fourth. Yeah, so Punk beat Penta to so just over it. It's a it's a fucking nice simple way to kind of get to Punk and Hangman properly, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, just, it's, it's great because it means Punk gets gets something like real. Because this match, I mean, this match was great. It was
1: probably, awesome. in, in terms of just actual in ring action, it was one of Punk's best matches in AW. Yeah. And <clears throat> I mean, you expect that when he's in there with a guy like Penton, who's like quietly one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Yeah. And you, as as we've said multiple times on this, you kind of forget that because, like, his brother's Phoenix and he's, like, literally, <laughs> literally <laughs> one of the best wrestlers on the planet also. Um, yeah, I always
0: say it's a weird one because, like, we, we said this about Luigi Bros lots of times, have we? Like, when you watch them, you, you get drawn to Phoenix because he's so flashy, but then you forget the pentas also, like, excellent. And it's when he does singles matches yeah. like, you remember, oh, shit, he can actually really go as well.
1: What's weird for me as well, though, is, like, when... When Lucha Brothers, um, like became more of a thing, I was the opposite. I was kind of like, I knew I loved Penta because it's fucking Penta and he's cool as shit, and obviously because big Lucha Underground fan. But like, you do forget like just how good Phoenix is until you see him, and then it's like, oh, fucking hell, Phoenix is amazing. Then because like you forget how good Penta is, yeah, Phoenix is like a literal magician when it comes to like some of
0: the stuff, he defies gravity, actual witch.
1: Great Phoenix, as Joe from Hallmark of Greatness and Dammit It Vince says. Yeah, one, one day, just, one, day
0: one day, Phoenix is just gonna learn how to like levitate him with the ring, like something like Dragon Ball.
1: Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> uh, maybe that's why he's like been out for longer than we thought he was gonna be. Maybe he's getting like levitation power. He's, he's, like, in, he's, oh, in, the,
0: he's in the time, Jim. Training.
1: Yeah, he, he's gotta be back soon though, surely, as well. Phoenix, Jim and Pen's do the fusion dance and turn into like the ultimate wrestler. Much. <laughs> That's all my Dragon Ball uh, references gone. That's all everything I know about Dragon uh, Balls. So. I, oh, I, I I know even less of that. <laughs> about Dragon Ball, so I'm not even gonna fucking try and contribute to that. I'll have to get on Keith Lee's Twitter and pick up some new references. <laughs> I used my I used my one anime reference this week on a, a tweet. that face at me about <laughs> K- and I said about Kenny Omega, Case, uh, and Hangman with the contract. Oh, the definite one. Yeah, and I said that that we probably wrote it on the death notes. Fair. And it seemed to tr- it seemed to at least trigger fate. Um <laughs> but yeah, th- this match, man, it was so fucking good. It was um, awesome,
0: wasn't it? Um, I mean like the, the the sort of the story of the match was Punk was always looking for the GTS and Penta kept sort of like sort of working out of it.
1: Penta uh, he- scouted like yeah. every time. Um there was a there was a really cool spot where they were trading ankle locks, and I think. One thing that really surprised me about this match was it was far more technical than I was expecting it to be. Yeah, yeah it was very, I, it was very ground based, wasn't it, for for a match with Penta? Yeah, I was expecting it to be fast paced, hard hitting. Um, Penta doing lots of like Lucha stuff. Oh, he tried to break the arm as well, which is we haven't seen for a while. Kept, kept going for the arm. and Punk kept having the Yeah, that was that was a really nice story. That Punk knew that like if Penta like did the arm break, match was over. Penta knew if Punk hit the GTS, match is over. And they both kind of like played that off each other. And it made both those
0: moves feel really dangerous. And like yeah. when, when Punk did eventually hit the GTS, it, it was, it was, it felt like a, the, the big finish, didn't it? Yeah, that, it I, like, I, I, I prefer that sort of build through a match a lot more than just like the hit four finishes and keep kicking out of them.
1: It's like it it's like um and I wouldn't be surprised if he had, if he played the part in producing the match. It reminded me a lot of like Jake Roberts when all his matches was just him going for the DDT, yeah, and weakening his opponent enough to hit the DDT. There was no like, I'm gonna hit the DDT, you're gonna kick out, and I'll hit it again later. It was just as soon as I hit that move, you're fucked.
0: It's like someone asked Jake Roberts a while back in like a Q and A. <clears> a Q&A. He said, "What? Why is the DDT like now a transitional move when it was his finisher?" And his response was just like, "Well, it's not when I do
1: it." Yeah, he just said I do I do it better than everybody else. Yeah, it's
0: like oh but yeah, fucking yeah. The, up.
1: There was a lot of uh, also like I didn't realize like how sort of similar these two can be in style when they want to be. Yeah, because there was a lot of like parallels. Like they did the spot where um pencil went for the apron, uh, package power driver punk got out, and then punk hit the uh, power driver on the apron. Yeah, oh god, that was. Uh that was sad uh, there was obviously the there was a really nice like save where Punk kind of like fucked up at um, uh, top rope running but then he worked it into the match where he was like holding his leg
0: yeah well, he, he and, was selling in knee for quite a while wasn't he
1: quite a lot of the match yeah but like he, he actually added that into it um, and then he hit it late, a little later in the match so again it just shows how good Punk is like when he says he's the best in the world, when he's when he's able to kind of, like, make the best out of a bad situation in a match like that. Well, he, did, he did that and while back as well against FTR when he
0: boxed the springboard, didn't he? And then they just kind of, him and Cash just kind of roll with it. And it was great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He He's... There's not many guys who are able to turn a botch earlier in the match into a story beat within the match.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's, for me, that's why, like, I think Punk is one of the best in the world. Yeah. Because... You, you forget like he's not the he's not the most like easy on the on the eye to watch, shall we say? Like a lot of his stuff looks kind of like not sloppy, but like it looks gr- kind gr- gritty is the word I'd use. Gritty. That's the that's what I was kind of going for. But and I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. I know Troy's not a big punk fan, for example, um, because of that. Um also because he probably doesn't like being told someone's the best in the world when he doesn't agree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I it's it's little nuances like that where you go, oh yeah, that's why he's the best in the world, because he fucking can do shit like that. Yeah. But like just just the fact to me that it was one of those things where it was just like the fact that he's been able to kind of like turn that round and make it work for himself great well, and
0: that, that, that sort of built to the, to the finish of the match as well um so up the, towards the very end there was lots of like counters back and forth different moves and then it was almost like punk worked penta until he got him into a fireman's carry on the floor hmm. and then he just well,
1: then stu- he stood up with <laughs> and it. it's almost it, it sort of like he didn't realize he was he was fucked until it was too late yeah well it, it, there was it was a lot of like kind of penta reverse and gts attempts into the arm breaker as well wasn't it and punk. yeah then managed to reverse the arm breaker attempt into a GTS, so it kind of just transitioned nicely, didn't it?
0: Yeah, it just sort of came full. It was, it was, I mean, like you said, it was, it was a fantastic match. It was it, again, AW doing AW stuff because putting like a banger on at the start of the show to really suck you yeah. in, which is which is good
1: to see. I yeah. mean, this dynamite was fucking f- tremendous for me, yeah. Obviously, that's <laughs> it. Unfortunately, there's the thing at the end where everyone's going to remember that, but when you think of this match and the next match and the main events. Really good show for me.
0: Yeah, well, before we get to the next match then, um, we had a quick video of the Jericho Appreciation Society. Well, three members of the Jericho Appreciation Society arriving via private jet. Um, and as they get off the, the, the jet, Eddie Kingston and Santana Ortiz are in a car, shouting at them, and they, draw, they drive off, and Daddy Magic and Cool Hand Ange lying there on the tarmac. Uh, they've nicked Ange's shoes, because of course they have.
1: Yeah. And the uh, they've dislocated Daddy magic thumb. Yeah. I love I love that it's like two things that shouldn't really affect <laughs> it whether they could interfere. But because they're absolute shit houses it does. <laughs> um, yeah. And I love that like <clears throat> I love the they kept the whole stealing the shoes thing. I love that like Jericho was outraged by Colandange not having any shoes on. Um <laughs> And 2- 2.0 continue to be, like, the Bolton Skull, the Rocksteady and Bieber. But they're, fan- of- they're, fan-
0: they're so good at that role, aren't they? They're just like, like dickheads.
1: So you just want to oh, see you really? get battered, like, all the time. <laughs> yeah, I-, I-, I love it. I-, I really enjoy, like, them in that role. I love the kind of chemistry they <laughs> have together. The chemistry they've got with Daniel Garcia, which just come out of nowhere. And I feel like, as much as I'm not really a big fan of the Jericho appreciation pre- pre- Jericho appreciation society easy for me to say um I, I do like think they're a perfect fit for it
0: yeah as somebody who wants the inner circle to, to sort of run its course and, and, and finish replacing letting proud and powerful go and do their own thing eventually once they get out of this feud putting them with Kingston yeah. and then bringing in 2.0 is just is the, the best case scenario for me in terms of what they could have done with it
1: yeah. Especially because it carries on the feud like that, uh, two point and Eddie and uh, Santana and Ortiz had. Yeah, and Daniel Garcia. Hmm. It it kind of feels like they've had this like like the, this this storyline itself been planned for quite some time. Well, the whole
0: the Eddie Kingston Daniel Garcia thing in particular feels like it's ran for a long time, and it feels like they've got something that's that's been like January, hasn't it? Yeah, probably. probably when was when was the um. When was the I want to eat this cake bit? Because that that was that was so good.
1: That was I think that was January. Because Eddie missed a bit of time, didn't he? Yeah. In January. And then when he he came back and then did like the two-week build for Jericho. Yeah. And it was almost like the 2.0. But like they were already teasing Eddie and Jericho doing stuff. So I feel like this is kind of like Almost as if this is going to be like the crux of Jericho's storyline for the year. Yeah. It's going to be him and Eddie Kingston kind of being like, like rivals. And obviously, Eddie Kingston, like, that's like sports entertainment's a swear word. Well, that's it.
0: It. There's, there's such like the, the way Jericho's position positioned himself now is just like <laughs> sort of sports entertainment guy. It's just the antithesis of what Eddie Kingston stands for. And, and they're such brilliant foils for each other, aren't they, in that respect? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very much like an oil and water situation. Um, and it just it just works, doesn't it? Yeah.
0: Also, um, just before we move on, uh, if you get a chance to check out Daddy Magic's Twitter, because some of the stuff he's posting on Kingston is hilarious.
1: Oh god, yeah. When when he uh, he retweeted the picture of like the, the real Four Pillars, and it was just it was just like a fucking thing of him looking like coked out of his mind over Sweet Cabaret. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: right then, moving on, we had a tag team title match: uh, Jurassic Express versus Red Dragon.
1: Uh, this is a match that we really got the result of quite wrong when we called it last week. I was genuinely surprised by it. Yeah, I felt like I don't know because we we kind of sort of didn't get it wrong, if you get you know what I mean. Because we said we said we think FDR are going to be like AEW tag champions. We yeah. kind of predicted that Red Dragon were going to get the belt off. Um off Jurassic Express so FTR can then take them off Jurassic Express that's not happening now there was a lot of kind of stuff after this match where th- there was like a lot of kind of teasing within them. what could go- what could happen uh, obviously yeah I really re- like so at the end this,
0: we'll, we'll sort of go back to front at the end of the match <clears throat> FTR just come out with the tag belts and just wave them everyone's faces and like yeah we're dead good let's, well, be, ter- let's Red- be tag team wrestling
1: Red Dragon beat up Jurassic Express first, don't they? Yeah, and then FTR come out, and it was almost like they were going to make the save, but then Red Dragon had already left and gone to stare down FTR, and then FTR like raised the ring of honour titles and look at Red Dragon, but then also look over Red Dragon's shoulders at um, Jurassic Express. Yeah,
0: so I think the way they booking so- this, the way they're booking this now is FTR basically said they're gonna they're gonna beat Red Dragon first to prove that. And then they're going to get a shot against Jurassic Express.
1: Yeah, and they're going to—I imagine—they're probably going to defend the Ring of Honor titles against Red Dragon because. Yeah, Red form Red a Dra- Ring of, yeah they're it.
0: they're a big Ring of Honor team, aren't they? Um, so, yeah, I mean the match—the match—this match was excellent. It was. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was just classic tag team. Well, the, the, the rewind,
1: the rewind half of it. It's a nice, aren't they? No, the sorry. We've got they're rewinding half of it back tonight aren't they they've got O'Reilly versus a uh, Jungle Boy on yes they have the, yeah uh, in the old uh but, yeah, so, th- this was really
0: fun I sorry
1: go ahead sorry just had to cough there as I said that <laughs> um, I was going to say it's cool. it's cool because um it really shows the versatility of Jurassic Express because obviously they've They've had, like, really good matches now with, like, Lucha Brothers, Young, Young, Young Bucks, and, um, Red Dragon.
0: I mean, they've wrestled every, they've wrestled every style. They've done the Butcher and the Blade, they've done, like you say, Young Bucks, Lucha Bros, like, absolutely yeah. everybody.
1: Yeah. Um, and it's... I, as I say, I, I feel like FTR are going to be the ones that have thrown them now. I feel like it's the most logical choice. I'd... I kind of feel as if Jurassic Express's title reign has run its course.
0: Well, it's one of them, isn't it? It's it's a face title reign, and like they always they always expend a bit more energy because as a face you're, you're defending the belt. So like as a fighting champion, a little bit more. And they've they've gone through nearly every heel, pretty much every heel tag team now in AW.
1: Yeah, but what what's interesting about that is that FTR are turning face, winning those belts. Yeah. I mean, so, I need,
0: well, I mean they did. They did face. They did a face-to-face switch between Lucha Bros and um, Jurassic Express. Didn't they? I just thought there'd be a. I, I just thought there'd be a heel team and
1: then somewhere to break it up. But yeah, I, I, I. To be honest, I thought Red Dragon winning the belts made the most sense to me. But then, as soon as FTR came out after the match, it was like, all right, well, at least, at, at least, like it makes sense that FTR are basically doing like. We're the best tag team in the world. We're going like, to get all the fucking belts. Yeah. If I'm um, if I'm La Rebellion right now and whoever the Impact Tag Team champions are, I'm fucking panicking.
0: <laughs> you are the Impact Tag Champions,
1: is it? It's not the Good Brothers, is it? No. Um, or is it?
0: I and the no Impact Tag Champions are?
1: I don't want it to be the Good Brothers. Island by design. That's even worse. Um, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. I mean, get FTR winning those belts. That'd be good. Just a little, say, uh, little big rig on Eric Young for the boys. Little big, little big rig on Eric Young. Uh, have them go to NWA because they are destined to win those fucking championships. Yeah. Um, send send them to Japan. Have them beat whoever. I don't know if it's still Goto and um and uh, Yoshihashi. E- either way, FTR would be funner, Tag Team Champions and whoever's holding those belts right now. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: right, so I have to talk about probably, probably your favourite spot of the match as well. It was probably everyone's favourite spot of the match. Um, It, was, it looked incredible. Uh, There's a bit towards the end where Jurassic Express were going for a doomsday device. Um, so they had Luchasaurus had Kyle O'Reilly up on his shoulders and Jungle Boy was up on the top rope and as they were setting it up Kyle O'Reilly sort of swiveled around and put a guillotine on Luchasaurus and then Bobby Fish got onto the top rope and Avalanche Falcon arrowed Jungle Boy over the back of Luchasaurus oh, that,
1: yeah that was so good and then that was awesome
0: uh, to break up the pin Luchasaurus <laughs> just threw O'Reilly into, into the stack to sort of stop it Oh, it was, it was such a cool spot
1: um. Yeah, and then that pretty much like that led into the finish, didn't it? Where that thoracic express on um Bobby Fish, fucking hell! Yeah, yeah. They put I, th- I think if Jungle Boy had the caught him he still would be spinning right now. Put some big season on that one. Jesus, it was it was so. Good. This match was really fun though. Like as I say, both teams had really good um chemistry, especially like giving Jungle Boy like the opportunity to kind of show his technical pro prowess, prowess yeah against like Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly are two really good technical wrestlers.
0: I mean to be able to hang on a technical level in, in the ring with Red Dragon is is no small feat. And like Jurassic Express have really shown that, like you said before they've really shown their like their, their quality and their versatility during mm-hmm. this title reign and it's been it's been super impressive. Like I so I think I think it's getting to the point where they they maybe need to look at dropping the belts uh, just because not because of anything they've done wrong, just because like you say, there's no one left.
1: Yeah, I feel like it's just running its course a bit, and like while while I feel like a rematch with the Young Bucks in a singles match is probably the only other way direction they can go before they start going after like before they start like wrestling face teams. I think with the current storyline with FTR that they're like fucking winning all the belts. Like it's. It's kind of it's a nice it's a nice story, isn't it? Because it's it that will lead us back to uh, FTR vs Young Bucks three. Yeah, and probably what's going to be a ladder wall. Let's be honest.
0: All right, all right. So moving on, then we had um, a little promo with the BCC, which was pretty cool. Um, John Boxy, like I don't know anything about the Gun Club, but I hate them. I'm going to kill them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Mox was just like really fucking angry. Um, <laughs> what was what was cool was
0: that, like, to be fair, Renee's probably made him like turn his office into Utah's bedroom, so he's probably furious. But <laughs>
1: what what I really liked about it was that um, was that like Danielson made it out as a big deal, and, and Mox did as well. Made it out as a big deal that it was the first time they were team with Yuta. Mm. It was as much as a big deal for them as it was for you. Since being the first time that he was teaming with them,
0: they've done a really good job, I they, of making you seem like a big deal, even like in the short
1: time he's been associated with them, which has been really cool. Yeah. even the fact that you are at the last line of the uh, yeah of the promo. Um, <clears throat> I mean, we said it last week after Mox and you this is how you make a star. Yeah. Um, in what two three weeks they made you to feel like a bigger deal than. He, he had, like, the entirety of his AEW run. Yeah. Uh,
0: next up, then, they're, they're giving us exactly what we want um, in the first round of the Owen Hart Women's Tournaments. We're getting Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm.
1: Yes. Yeah. All of that. Uh, did you see... Have you seen uh, this week's Bark yet? I have not. No, I know Tony Storm was on. Um, Tony Storm was... It was fucking stacked, to be fair. There was, like, a, a lot of, like, big matches on it. Um...
0: It's
1: on the Hardys get, one and everyone was kicking up online yeah um, I get it to a degree that because people were moaning that like moaning that Jeff Hardy was on main events and then people were moaning the Hardys were on like the, basically the same thing but it's like that kind of came out and went yeah for us it was just like a nice opportunity to work with a team like Top Flight like, that we wanted to work with Yeah, and that was pretty much that was all it really was wasn't it for them um, I mean, the Hardy. I'm gonna have to watch it. Like, the Hardys. The Hardys hardy, top lights. Ooh, yes, please. What? Well, on him um, to, to the point I was making about dark. Uh, Tony Storm had the match, and Jamie Hazel was on commentary. Oh, right. Which made made me actually watch that match. I, I only I only turned it on. Um, I only turned dark on because it was Ricky Starks and Hobbs versus Uno and Grayson. And I thought that match probably fuck a bit, which it did. So the main event was uh, Nick Comrade and um, Aaron Solo versus uh, Swerve and Keithley. Oh, fetch. Ar- Aaron Solo got sent to the Shadow Realm in the best way possible. <laughs> oh, they did, they, did, they did the spirit bomb, or something, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Disco before. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm glad that we're getting this. I, I like the whole thing as well, where Tony's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm just. I'm just gonna wait till the match, and I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah, that that should be fun. Who, who's your early pick for the uh, Owen? Oh, it's tricky isn't it. Like,
0: you think because Tony's gonna of the momentum, so you think maybe Tony they just push out to the moon. You <coughs> think maybe does Brit need it? Like, but Brit in it. So
1: Tony Storm makes the most sense, I think, because then they can put Brit and Tony Storm and a few together. Yeah. Because they can have that as the final, and then they can have them feuding. Um, uh, that being said, they could also do Debra and Sheeta. Uh, to be honest, I'd like to see them like bring in another, um, another like new signing. Yeah, maybe like Athena or um, Nixon Newell are the two for me that I'd like to see. Um, whether that happens, I don't know. But yeah, Who knows. Right, so moving
0: on then. Uh, next up, we had uh, MJF versus Sean Dean.
1: Two, so
0: Captain Sean Dean. So this is um, this is the, the rematch. Obviously, Sean Dean scored a, a shock DQ win over MJF last year. Um, so this time, uh, it's some great heel work at the start. MJF, he's like he's in, like sort of pretending that just zips stuck on his coat and he can't
1: get it off. Yeah, I I, I bought that. To be fair, obviously. <laughs> only when it was, like, it was getting to the point where, like, Spears was getting involved, I was like, either MJF really making the best out of a bad situation here, <laughs> or he's about to be an absolute piece of shit.
0: So, yeah, uh, so he, he, obviously, it was the latter, he used the distraction, he threw his jacket at Spears, um, yeah, Tucked, got the upper hand, and he was sort of on top, wasn't he, until he got up point where he was on the outside, and, oh, no, so there, this was, um, yeah, so they showed, didn't they, like they did previously, they showed security guards, or beat up on the uh, like in, in the backstage area, but one of them had his shirt taken off and they were like, oh what, why why's yeah. that guy got no shirt? And then all of a sudden, like a fucking horror villain. MGF's like by the by the Air Guard a, a security guard appears with a mask on and it, it takes the mask off. It's wardlow wearing a security shirt and it's oh that was that was just a great reveal.
1: Yeah. Like, MJF um,
0: sold it perfectly as well.
1: Yeah it was I, like when these two finally wrestle each other that I think the pop's going to be fucking huge for when they find, like, Wardlow finally gets his hands on MJF, probably. Yeah. Because even though MJF backed into Wardlow, Wardlow was just waiting for him to turn around and then MJF just legged it, didn't he?
0: Yeah. Uh, so MJF legs it, Wardlow gets restrained by about 19 security guards. Both, but crucially, the problem they have here is MJF is up the ramp, Wardlow is by the ring, MJF's getting counted out, Yeah, but he doesn't want to go near Wardlow. Yeah, so he gets That's on the mic and he begs Bryce it, to, to not count him out.
1: The um the security aren't actually holding him down, are they? They're no. just surrounding him. And Wardlow's like, okay, okay, I'm just gonna stay here. <laughs> <laughs> it was really clever. Um, yeah, MJF offers to pay Price triple his wages. Yeah, and just then Price just like, nah, fuck MJF. <laughs>
0: he thinks about it for like a second and then counts to ten, and we have, I believe, the first ever countout in AW history.
1: Yeah.
0: And MGF's second loss to Sean Dean. So, yeah, for mm-hmm. a really fun angle. Um, Obviously, it's... And afterwards, there's a little bit of Wardlow getting, like, taken out of the building and he, like, he basically bodies all the security guards and grabs the camera and, like, sort of screams in it for MGF to release him from his contract. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. MJF's in danger.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, they're, they're basically... They're, they're turning... They're basically finding a way to work this into Austin v. McMahon where... Wardlow is Austin and MJ is Vince McMahon
1: yeah that's a really good um, comparison actually I haven't thought of it like that before um, yeah I see I was thinking more like Million Dollar Man and Virgil yeah except that Virgil was a, absolutely absolute host yeah <laughs> Wardlow's good um, oh poor Virgil um, yeah I, I, do you think they're going to have this happening? double or nothing or do you think they're going to get drag it out it feels a little soon doesn't it for double or nothing it does but then I think because it's it's weird because it's been such a slow building storyline that like they've been literally slow building this I think this to come
0: to, for this to come to a head I think Wardlow has to cost MJF a title match or something along those lines
1: see I don't think Wardlow costs MJF a title match I think MJF beat, like, screws over Wardlow and then beats Punk for the title. I can't see it happening before All Out. Yeah, I feel like because they've because because they've kind of, like, brought this so much to a head, now I feel like MJF and Wardlow could happen at Double or Nothing. But I do think it could also be, like, almost as if they're rushing the ending.
0: Yeah. I mean either way like you say when it happens it's going to be it's going to be a monster pop but when, when, when the first time Waterloo powerbombs MJF the, the, the arena's going to explode
1: yeah yeah absolutely well I think just the first time Waterloo gets his hands on MJF yeah that's one thing that MJF's really good about in his feuds is that he's such a horrible bastard but like the person he's feuding would never get their hands on him until the actual match
0: yeah until they do like even Punk to an extent like it was always MJF getting the better of Punk wasn't it until the match and then
1: Punk, Punk you know later was, um Mox yeah. all of them MJF was like made sure that they didn't get they didn't come in contact with him until the first bell and it, it's a really really clever old school way of thinking it out because it means that like it, it literally means like that first bell is the first time everyone's seeing them come in contact, and everyone gets excited for it, yeah. It just
0: builds like all it, just builds some anticipation for the match, which is, which is awesome. Uh, right then, next up, we had a little Darby Allen video where he's doing a little yeah. skating and he challenges Andrade to a coffin match. I think that's tonight, isn't it? So that's gonna be fuck.
1: that fuck is, yeah, yeah, that'll be funny, that'll be good. Andrew, thank
0: you. Oh, god, yeah. Uh, the next up, Malachi Black by himself, weirdly. Um, no house of black. Which I like this. Yeah, he he was saying like he actually addressed it. He said, "Yeah, the reason I'm here by myself is because you've got you always got to watch the shadows, and you see like little little kind of half shadows of the other members, maybe like little just like little tricks of the eye." It, it
1: was oh, so it, it was there's, beautifully there's done. A little bit where you saw yeah. Um, just, where he goes, join the house. Oof. Evil Fuego. We're getting we're getting dark Fuego. Dark Fuego. I mean, the Fuego verse has been fractured beyond yeah, repair at this point.
0: There are Fuego variants everywhere. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're gonna have to get the TVA involved at this point. Just, just that many Fuego variants.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see where, this, where they're going with this because it's obviously this is this is
1: like a little side story. They're, they're still they're still waiting on Phoenix. It seems like for the for, the, for this to move forward for like, real speed, isn't it? Yeah, the fact that like Penta keeps calling out the House of Black, but then you've Fuego was also doing it, and like yeah. Fuego brings the dark order there, and. It almost feels like that getting injured's kind of really hampered their plans, but what can you do?
0: Yeah, I'm sure it'll all it'll all come together at some point. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm,
1: I, when we eventually do get
0: a death triangle versus the House of Black properly, like that's oh, gonna be that's gonna be an absolute treat. That's gonna fuck. Uh, right then, next up we had speaking of trios matches, we had Chris Jericho, Danny Garcia and Jake Hager representing the JAS, versus Eddie Kingston and Santana Notes. Um Again, super fun match. Um, It was, it was very old school. I thought in in terms of, I mean, a lot of it was just people beating the piss out of each other, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Yeah, there was a lot of. It was what was cool about it was there was a lot of brawl and there was a lot of like the face team like isolating the um, heels just to you know kind of give them their comeuppance. Um, my my only real issue with with this match was like the finish Um, I feel like I I understand where they're going with it but I feel like it's getting to a point where if Eddie and um, if Eddie and Proud and Powerful don't like get some sort of like small victory over them leading up to because this let's face it this is definitely going blood and guts isn't it yeah absolutely like if, if if Eddie and Eddie and um, Proud Pavel don't get some kind of small victory over the GAS, leading into blood and guts, it's gonna end up being like o- almost almost damaging to them, I think. Actually,
0: I don't I don't have an issue with the finish because like it's what's meant to happen. Like the heels got the oh, asses yeah. for the majority of the match, didn't they? Like they they literally especially when Kingston tagged in for the hot tag, and he just battered everybody. Like everyone he got laid out. And then They had, you had 2.0 come out and try to do a little interference. They got cut off as well. And then Eddie comes in with like all the fire. Jericho hits him with Floyd. And then, you know, Garcia doesn't like
1: dominate him. He just rolls him up real quick, like real dirty. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I I think, as I say, I think more it's the fact that like they, they looked really strong in this match, but then the fact that it's almost like, oh, they need to get more friends. It's... Yeah,
0: I think I think that's I, I, booking wise. I think that's what you do. I think you, you have to have them getting
1: frustrated, and you have Who've, to have them. Who are they gonna bring in? Is my
0: my as, question. As the,
1: the two other guys for. Because um... well, Sammy's not definitely not coming. No, no, Sammy. Uh...
0: Sammy you're getting near that. that was, <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think. Like maybe best friends, maybe
1: best friends the blood shows. I think people who've had, like, issues with... Well, their best friends have issues with Proud and Powerful. They do. Yeah, but they could play into that, couldn't they? Yeah, that's
0: true. Because they did have that little moment um, in the battle row where they sort of squared up to each other. Mm. Like Trent and Santana. So that'd be... If if they could, like, put their differences aside. Because, like, Orange Cassidy's had his issue with Jericho. Uh, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, you'd, you'd you'd have said... I'd have said the easy option, like, before they got their own, like, thing going would have been Mox and Danielson.
1: Yeah, or just mocks, and then someone else. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because like, there's not even like anyone really who's feud them with. Like, who, F-
0: fucking just throw Swerve and Keith Lee, and they just throw Swerve can um... yeah, just, 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 just so Keith Lee can <laughs> fucking powerbomb bomb, uh, bomb Hager into the shadow room.
1: So just so Keith Lee can pounce Daniel Garcia into the fucking ceiling. Of, of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd work.
0: Um, it's not a bad shout, actually. Yeah, they'll, they'll just pull a face tag team in at some point, I imagine. Like, yeah, because I, I can't, see, I can't see the Starks, Swerve, Hobbs, Lee thing
1: going for much longer because they've, they've pretty much done that, now, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. Which is surprising me. The team Taz is winning that feud. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're,
0: they're, they're, they're big on Hobbs, like like massive on Hobbs, aren't they? Because he's. Taz, he, he'll be. On Starks is Starks. Man. I thought I, I I had to I had to check your your vital signs yesterday. When Warhorse said he was a really good mate with Ricky Starks, I knew Warhorse
1: was really good mate with Ricky Starks. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I I, uh, I might have to ask Warhorse for uh, Ricky Starks contact details, but I don't think he's legally allowed
0: to give you that. Just based on who you, based on who you are. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I mean yeah, really fun match. Um, he like said some some like. You had an issue with the finish. I thought it was fine. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm it was, fine.
1: It wasn't the finish itself. It was more the fact that I think that Eddie and Braun Powerful need to pick up a win on the way. See, I'm a, I'm a big fan of just like waiting for the blow off the face to get the to get the corners. Yeah, it's true. It's true.
0: I, I like the heels to sort of go into the match because if if because on the other hand, if, if say Eddie Kingston and Braun Powerful win this one, then what's the point in carrying on?
1: Yeah. Oh, shit. I've just realised they were probably going to be. Who? The Hardys. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, God. Uh, oh, God. Because 2.0 used to be Matt and Jeff, and they had yeah. to change the names. Oh, God. Because they've, got, they've do, got Matt and Jeff.
0: Do you really want Jeff Hardy on a bloody Dutch cake, Yes.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Jeff Hardy jumped swans on and fucking Jericho through a table off the... Uh, Blood and guts, yes, please. Yeah,
0: okay, I'll give you that. that, that that'll, yeah, uh, that'll be fun. Okay, then. So afterwards, um, well, we had a beat down didn't we? But yeah, that's by the by. Um, next up, then we had MGF backstage. Um, and next week he's gonna, uh, he said, oh yeah, Mark Sterling said the place MGF can book, or doing any match he wants. So instead of sitting at home and getting paid to do nothing, he's gonna book him in a match against the Butcher, and then the Butcher just strolls into the camera and just does yeah, he
1: says, <laughs> he says the really good lineup what's the best way to slaughter a greedy little pig? It's with a butcher. And then the butcher just comes in and screams into the camera.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Uh, love that. Uh, next up, then, we have Marina Shafia making her Dynamite debut against Sky Blue. So this is like she's she's going to be Jade's next opponent, and she's just sort of, like, warming herself up, isn't she, um, with these matches?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I saw a lot of people kind of criticising this on Twitter. And then I saw Sean Rossap's take on it, and I was yeah, I agree with Sean Rossap. What, but Um, it
0: felt like more like an MMA presentation.
1: No, well, he said you can see that Marina Shafir is going to be really good. Yeah, like as soon as, as soon as she got like a few more belt, like belt, a few more belts under her um, belt, a few more matches, a little bit more experience. Because you could see like there was a few like bits with like the character work side bit where she looked a little bit uncomfortable. Mm. Um, but the actual like technique, like presenting it like a MMA boat was fucking awesome. Like even the presentation, like a music, a coming down, like just stoically walking to the ring.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, it was it was, it was, it was a really good presentation. I really enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed the match as well. I mean, it wasn't a long match. Uh, like you say, there was a few like little bits of this like not miscommunication, but things weren't quite as tight as they maybe could have been. But it did have that, like I said, it did have that sort of more like sort of realistic MMA style to it because it looked like they were struggling against each other. It wasn't
1: just like they were just going
0: through each other's moves.
1: Yeah. And also the thing that people need to remember is that like prior to leaving WWE, Marina Shafia was getting framed by WWE. She was like, she didn't have any experience she was getting trained yeah within nxt and she probably had like a handful of matches so it's not it's not like she's like some seasoned vet she's been she's been within within the system for a while but she's not like she's not actually like had like that many matches so in three years
0: I mean, she's had a few.
1: Yeah, she's had a few, but she's not had tons. They're all a house shows, though, basically. And yeah,
0: and then a lot of them are multi, like multi women tag matches.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like a lot of a lot of her run in WWE, like she was in the May Young, uh, not the May Young, She was in the Dusty Classic. Um, you've done like a few bits on Raw Underground. It was never anything where it was like a full on, like big exposure.
0: She had a match with Ty Conte at um, a dark match at World's Collide.
1: Yeah, Troy I'd, been, seen I'd have watched that. That would have been fucking awesome. Yeah, Troy Harren would have that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Actually, she's worked high a few times. Unlike um, the like on the house circuit for NXT. I,
1: I mean, I imagine the reason for that is because, obviously, Ty's got, like, a, a martial arts background. Yeah. Okay, um, well, I mean, that's something we can look forward to, isn't it? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd be, I'd be interested to see how she develops. As I say, from from what I've seen of her, she's looked really impressive. Um, also probably helps that um, she's married to like a really good wrestler in Roderick Strong. Yeah, yeah, that was kind fun. of when when she's like not when she's not within like AEW and she's not like getting advice off people there, she can go home and get advice off someone who's just as talented. Yeah. Um, so she, I mean, she's got, and also really good friends uh, with Shayna Baszler. Yes. But which, which doesn't hurt. She, she's got, she's got a very good kind of like support around her within wrestling. I think, I think she's going to be like sort of nurtured and to be a really good fucking talent.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, the next up, we had Hook backstage in the gym and he was getting interviewed. So he did a max next week. Uh, before he we could say anything, Mark Sterling and turning his crash into the interview, they sort of run them out a bit. As, as as they leave, Hook, Danhausen's just stood behind Hook. Hook throws his medicine ball. Danhausen catches it and sort of like falls
1: over because of the weight. Danhausen and like a cycling onesie.
0: yeah, like lycra. It's good to see though. Like, I mean, it's it's just the first time we get like. I mean, I don't want to be one of those weirdos, but like, it's the first time you get a look at Danhausen's like legs. And I know he, he broke his leg in October, but it looks like pretty much good to go now, doesn't it?
1: I mean, looking at looking at how much more physical he's been getting recently. I think it's a matter of time until he's a. I am I now.
0: Mean, I am now fully on board with the idea of hooking Dan House and having a tag team.
1: Oh yeah, I'd love it. Just like a, just like a weird like friend like. You know, like weird, like we were that, saying,
0: like remember, like the start of American Alpha when like Chad Gable was trying to impress Jason another all
1: time, like that sort of like I, energy. I was thinking more like Keenan X Pack. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I love. I loved everything about this I love the fact that Dan Housen was like wearing like that sort of like as I say the cycling ones he put still had DMs on. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and also have you seen on his vlog he was playing basketball the other day so his legs must be alright oh sound
0: yeah so it's, it's, it's coming it's, it's getting there
1: yeah um, he, he was playing basketball completely in character as well fair <laughs> so he's bouncing the ball with his hands like up like that <laughs> like, doing that bouncing the ball <laughs> um, fucking brilliant so next up,
0: um, quick one. Um, American top team call out Sammy and Ty Conti, Scorpions guy says he's going to defend the title against Sammy. Uh, um of the belts. What can possibly
1: go wrong? Top oh, baby, yeah. How how the hell of like how the hell are Sammy and Ty so fucking reviled that they made Dan Lambert a baby face? It's a special talent,
0: isn't it it really is.
1: I mean, we'll talk about that's, that when we we'll, we'll about, what don't we'll get, when we get there.
0: Because we're going we're to get there, don't you worry. Yeah. Um, next up then, uh, Ricky Starks and
1: Powers Hobbs versus Keith Leach versus Strickland. I mean, oof. Oh, my what, God. What a match. No, ent- oh, match was awesome too. But that, yeah. that entrance, Starks, is, yeah. Starks, Starks and Hobbs in the white and gold. Yeah. Oh. Starks was oh. like oh.
0: the hometown hero in this match. It was The crowd act for him was
1: insane. Yeah. And then they, they had them come out um, as, like, top baby face uh, after the show, when yeah. he did, like, like, Dan Housen and Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, yeah, th- this was awesome. Uh, I love how over all four of these guys were. Yeah. How um, good they all are as well. Like, this is,
0: these are four guys yeah. who are top, top talents. Like, some of the shit in this match. Like, um, at one point, <laughs> Swerve did a moonsault off Keith Lee's chest to the outside
1: yeah i love i love them from watching that back um you see like the bit where like swerves like sort of like negotiate with keith lee to do it and keith's like are you sure he's like come on come." On. <laughs> and then he just does it effortlessly um i mean fucking hell swear so good isn't he like yeah like some of the stuff he does he just does it and he makes it look effortless and it's like i couldn't even dream of doing that <laughs> like it's so good uh him and Starks have got amazing chemistry together. Yeah, as, they really as, have. Like, as of Keith and Starks and Keith and Hobbs and Swerve and Hobbs. Um it was just like a perfect form of like a, a match for these guys. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, um, there was a point as well where Swerve used a four fifty to break up a pin when um, <laughs> when Starks hit the spear on Keith Lee, which was just
1: That's, yeah, that spear Starks hit on Keith Lee was fucking insane. Yeah, because he
0: sat, like, slingshot himself like, through the ropes, didn't he, to hit
1: it? Yeah, didn't Keith jump off like the middle rope as well? I think so, yeah. So it was just like, Starks just like, tr- like throw himself at Keith Lee like he was a fucking cruise missile. <laughs> I mean, that was the fucking earth. Like, everybody involved. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. so
0: for the finish, um, Keith Lee was running the ropes. Taz, Tate came out and tripped him, which sort of slowed him down a second, gave Hobbs the, the opening to hit the spine buster. Starks um,
1: hit that. And um, like the start the EDT as well, and stuff, yeah, which was fucking mental.
0: Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, and Hobbs got the big pin, the big win over Keith Lee, the big pin, which was good yeah. to see again. Like you said before, they the massive one Hobbs for good reason. He is he is a future star. Yeah. He is absolutely one of the best things in the company. I though. was
1: I was quite surprised the Hobbs got the pin,
0: considering like Starks did like ninety percent of the in ring work in as much.
1: Yeah, and also Starks, the hometown guy. Yeah, but the Starks, did, Starks did a lot of the work in the ring. Like at, at one point, I think
0: we got like five minutes of the match, and I was like thinking, has Hobbs even been in the ring yet?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> like the um, Starks,
0: Starks, was everywhere, and every time he did anything, the, the pop he got was enormous.
1: Yeah, T- Taz came down as well, which was interesting because he did see like a bit of, little bit of the tension between Taz and uh, Hobbs. Yeah, literally wanted
0: to win clean, didn't they? I think. Hmm.
1: Taz um, just tag us through a little bit in.
0: Um I mean yeah, well, all, four, taz, all four I'd say all four of these guys throughout this match looking great. Like there was no there were no losers here. So this, is how, this is how you elevate four guys. <laughs> just then put on a banger like this and everyone comes out looking good.
1: Yeah, I think Taz was Taz was only really there to because like, he grabbed Keith's foot, which led to her uh, led to Hobbs spine bolstering Keith.
0: Yeah, it just gives it just gives a little bit of um
1: protection. Little a little, little bit of doubt as to whether it whether they could have done it clean.
0: And I think that's I think that's why but, they had they had Hobbs hit the pin as well
1: because if, if Starks won, they'd probably want to do it clean. Yeah, I get. I, I mean, for me, I feel like it's a matter of time until they have to turn Team Taz face. Yeah, absolutely. Because Team Taz is so fucking over and they're so good. Um, and, and also it would get them then having Hook back in like the fold because. They've kind of distance hook from team Taz, haven't Yeah,
0: because hook's like a mega, mega face, so you can't have him hanging Hulk's around with his
1: like, face. Yeah, hook's what Cody Rhodes trends are being
0: <laughs> right then. Moving on, we had uh, a, a wonderful small little promo. Um, so Thunder Rose backstage, it's interrupted by Nyla and Vicky. Uh, I love so, so many Nyla, is just gold in this whole segment. So, first of all, all Nyla's it. like, Nyla's like, we got you a cake to celebrate the shaving the shortest title reign of all time. However, there's no writing on it because that cost extra, and we didn't want to pay for it. She's fucking brilliant, Nyla. So then Rosa throws the cake in Nyla's face. Nyla goes to deck Rosa because she got cake in face. She she can't see, so she hits Vicky instead.
1: Well, Nyla when 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 Rosa throws the cake in Nyla's face, Nyla shouts jokes on you. I love cake. Yeah, and then goes to and yeah, then knocks knocks Vicky out. and then beat up Thunder Rosa
0: afterwards. Um, yeah, because yeah, Nyla's nah, just a treasure, isn't she?
1: Fucking protect Nala Rose. Rosa. Oh, Nyla's the best. I love
0: it, and I, I love I love everything about the presentation. I love the purple braids, and that looks dope. Like she's she's got the look down. She's she's her ring ring work is fantastic. She's a really good monster heel. She's funny as fuck on Twitter. Like what
1: what yeah. can't she do? I I really wanted to uh, have a run with the TBS title at some point oh yeah when Jade moves down moves
0: up you can move Nyla
1: not down I suppose but you know you can move Nyla you practice. can move Nyla like basically swap Jade that being said turn Nyla face I'd rather have a fucking match with Jade because that slap mm. or you yeah. can just heel vs heel match just a big old house fight for the uh, TBS title please um, right
0: yeah next up it is um oh boy it is what? what's for dinner oh because I'm having chops
1: Fucking shops, daddy. Oh, man, this match. <laughs> oh great. So this I saw I I, wanted because... I saw
0: a picture of like Joe at the end of this match, like before the before I watched the show. I saw a spoiler on Twitter. I saw Joe with the with the with the title. And I was like, oh, is Joe alright? He looks he looks really red. Like, what's up with Joe? And then I saw like the first like 20 seconds of his match. I'm like, oh right, okay. Yeah, I see where they're going the, the
1: in. Fir- yeah, the first like minute or two of the match was just them exchanging chops and laughing at each other. Yeah. <laughs> Suzuki just no selling Joe chopping and was just the best because Joe was just getting angrier. angrier. <laughs> <laughs> it, um, was, it
0: was great, it was just real yeah. stiff, hard hitting nonsense, basically.
1: Yeah, um, again, both men trying to hit the finishes throughout the match as well, and then just go back the chop and chopping the shit out of each other.
0: I love those a bit where Suzuki ran for the style power powder, ever, and he could only just get his arm around Joe's legs to, 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 to hook, it, hook his hands. He nearly got him up, though, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he nearly, nearly did it. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, it, 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 it wasn't a particularly long latch. It, it, was, it was brutal. It was to the point. It was kind of in the... Not quite as much on the outside, but it was kind of very similar to like, the Brock Lesnar Goldberg matches. In that it was more like just devastation than oh, yeah. like long term yeah. story, like long segments. It was just like, right, we're just gonna yeah. like, hit everything really hard, really quick, and then go home. And it's like, okay, yeah, this is fine.
1: I love the uh, transition into the finish as well, where Suzuki had the armbar over the rope on Joe, and Joe managed to like pull him up into a muscle buster, yeah, from that. that. That was so cool. Um, and yeah, Joe beats uh, Suzuki for the Ring of Honor World Television Championship, and then the show ended. And then the show ended, sort of. Um, yeah, uh, we got Jay Lethal and Sonjay Duck coming to ruin Joe's celebration. Well,
0: like, before before we get into the the, the, the bad bit, the, the thing I really did like about this was <laughs> Lethal was like, "I've got a present for you," and he opened like the box. It was just his like middle finger in the box.
1: Yeah. That was good.
0: Which was that was pretty cool. Uh yeah. one,
1: one thing, one thing I will say, because they were like at ringside, weren't they, in the crowd and they were doing all the way. Yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of getting overused. Like they had they had the ass Boys doing it the other week. They've had other people doing it recently as well. It, it's just it's just a trope. I like it as a trope. I just think you need to kind of like, you know. I, mean, I
0: think it made sense in this context because, like, lethal's a bit of a lethal's just a prick, isn't
1: he? <laughs> That's yeah, what I think he would absolutely it, do. It was just like the Ass Boys one it was just a bit weird, uh more than anything. But it's because the Ass Boys did it a couple of weeks ago. It was like, well, why are we I mean, doing? Yeah, the,
0: the Asp Boys one was think We could have had them just got a promo and FTR you, after the match or something. And like FTR could just walked in from the side and be like, what the fuck are you
1: talking about? And then set the match up that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we had that, and then Joe looked very angry, and then we got lights out and. Everyone expected a big star sh- to show up, and well, they got they got the big part right. It,
0: it was it was someone big, definitely. It was uh, it was yeah. Satnam Singh, the six foot seven, seven foot tall. I mean, he's fucking
1: he's a unit. i I'm gonna I'll Google it. He, I think he's definitely like a legit seven foot.
0: Is he seven foot tall? You can't teach that, mate.
1: You can't. Um, Satnam Singh is seven foot two.
0: Because I mean, the good thing about Pip Singh is he's because he's a
1: former
0: former basketball player. He'll have an official height, which is really good, (laughs) like not a wrestling
1: height. He is a legitimate seven foot three. He is fucking enormous. He
0: looks like he looks like he's close to the camera than everybody else. It's crazy.
1: And he he weighs in at two hundred and ninety pounds.
0: Sweet, which is very lean for a big guy.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was still he was still like stocky as fuck, wasn't he? Hmm. But yeah, considering, I, considering I he,
0: considering he weighs less than Joe.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, it's one of those things, isn't it? Like, probably shouldn't have done the lights out, lights out, lights on, lights off. Uh, I, we spoke about this on the news. Um, I didn't hate it.
0: No, about... I can, I can, I, can, I I would call it, I would call it underwhelming.
1: I would I've not put the lights out, like light, lights off, lights on thing, especially because it's been recently kind of re- recently very much like sort of aligned with that, like the House of Black, which made me think, oh, fuck, are the House of Black getting involved there. Mm. And I thought, all right, if it's the end of the show, it's probably going to be a big Davy. Well, the last three times we have seen it happen has
0: been Malachi, Brody King, and
1: Buddy Matthews. Yeah. Um, and that that's that's fine. It, it's one of those things. I think again, it's another trope. I think AEW over the oh, lot. Okay,
0: so obviously you wanted to debut this 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 guy. So I'm saying he's seven foot three. Yeah. From a te- I mean, I can understand why they went with it because from a technical standpoint, how the fuck else do you get him in the ring with anyone seeing him because the motherfucker's seven foot tall.
1: You know what they could have just done? They could have, as Jay Lethal was doing the reveal with the uh, box. Have him just walk through the crowd and just go and you stand could have, Yeah,
0: you could have just come down the, from the crowd through the back, like the way Kylo Riley did uh, when he debuted. Yeah, because that, that would have, here, I mean, that, that would have been really cool because you, you would have got like the, the sort of visual of him coming through everyone's, even if people stood up. he People just like walking through, like a sea of people, and he's like a foot tall and everyone around. Him. I,
1: I wouldn't, I wouldn't have even had Like, have you seen him walking through the crowd? I would have literally had it so you can hear like the crowd going, "Whoa, whoa what the fuck," and then. Obviously when the camera cuts back to Joe, he's behind Joe. Yeah. That's how you do it.
0: Yeah, that, that'd probably make more sense. Um, um that especially especially given lethal, like the distraction of the present seemed odd. Like it was like, right, here's a present and then the light's gonna go up anyway. Like yeah. If it was if the yeah. presence if the, the present was to focus Joe's attention on lethal, then you could have easily just brought the guy from, from behind, couldn't mm. you? Yeah,
1: that's what that's how I would have done it personally. Um but yeah. Other, other than that, I mean, Satnam looked his his offense didn't look great on Joe. Um, lethal hits a shitty finisher, it, finisher, and everyone stands over Joe Hooray. Um Yeah,
0: but it was it was it was fine. I mean, it's Satnam's got upside. Apparently, everyone from every we've I, seen, interviews, people have said that he's he's been re- he's really trained hard and he can do a lot more than he's shown so far.
1: Yeah, I think. Uh, what we saw of him at Battle of the Belts, he's definitely, definitely uh, already kind of shown. Oh, yeah, he's better than what what we've already seen.
0: Yeah, right. Um, before we move very quickly onto Rampage, any highs and lows? I mean, are we both going to say the low is the, the ending?
1: Probably, but I don't, I, as I say, I almost feel bad giving it a low because I didn't. Terrible, I'm not, not because I think it was I the worst terrible. thing of the whole
0: time, just because it was the worst thing on the show.
1: Like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say that's fair. I mean, what do you even pick
0: for your high? I mean, Jesus Christ, I'm looking, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling the um, now, and I'm, I'm having a hard time.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's got the two of my favorites on this show. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna fuck it. I'm gonna say, uh, Keithley and Swerve versus Hobbs and Starks, just for the pop that Ricky Starks got. Yes,
0: fair, that's fair.
1: Just because it was an absolute banger, but a massive honourable mention goes to Joe Suzuki because that was fucking banging.
0: Yeah, I'm going to pick Joe Suzuki just because, like you say, that's that's a dream match. Isn't it? When they announced it last week, it was like fuck me. That's like that's a match that I didn't think we'd ever yeah. see.
1: But also, big big shout out to uh, the tag title match and Punk vs. Penta. Yeah, yeah, they were all, they, they were all also very good,
0: all absolutely excellent. Right then, we'll move on to Rampage. Uh, we start do, off do, with
1: do, 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 do.
0: more ta- more trios action so we've got the Blackpool Combat Club against the Gun Club Club v Club Warfare uh, this is Billy Colton and Austin which
1: is they,
0: they are they, at this point as a trios they were undefeated in AW
1: yeah and the Aspois Billy Gunn, still Billy not ass ass still not coming out to the song Dan in Commission board and piece of shit no um yeah, th- this was really fun. Um again, it was what I really liked about it was it was all about showcasing Utah. Yeah. Like Mox Danielson got in, they did all the they did all the stuff. Um Utah was the one who picked up the win.
0: It sort of felt it, like it sort of felt like a, a sort of not a test, but like a bit of a training session for you, though so in terms of like Danielson and Mox were like going in and doing bits, and then they were like tagging you from like right now. It's your turn, you get in there and like show you, even, like sort of keep pace.
1: Yeah, did you see him? Um, I don't know, I don't know wh- who it was, but Danielson or Mox, probably Mox, uh, <laughs> shoot broke costing guns, nose, really, <laughs> yeah, nah.
0: fair. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, it's a really, really fun match. Um, and user actually gets the pin in there, so he gets the win. He uh, he, he rolls up Billy Gunn. I,
1: yeah, what I really liked about this was that it gave everyone the time they needed to kind of showcase what they can do, like mock I Danielson was doing Danielson things. Um, mainly involved him in kicking the shit out of Austin Gunn.
0: Um, I mean, when did the Gun Club become like a legitimate
1: team in AW? Because it's happened. They've arrived. That match they had with F.T.R. was banging, I thought. Yeah. They have a match with the Lucha Bros as well. I think so, yeah. Which was also very good.
0: The feud with Jurassic Express was was good as well, wasn't it, Sam?
1: Yeah. I I think they've always been good. They've just, like... They've never been treated as, like, a bit... Like, there was that time when Cody tried to fucking make Austin Gunn, like, a big star by, like, having him win a fucking match for him. Like, him and Billy Ass, But other than that, like... I don't know, but yeah, I, I, Gun, Gun Club. I think as well, one thing that's really helped them, which is insane when you think it's it's really just shouldn't, is the whole Dan House and stuff. Um, is them getting like more and more wound up by it on Twitter. It, it's like a, it's like um, it reminds me of in the Attitude Era when you have Brian Christopher and everyone would chant Jerry's kid at him, and yeah. he'd like, "Shut up, I'm not Jerry's kid," and stuff like that. Um it's just one of those things where you can find something where it upsets the crowd. Um oh, sorry, the crowd upsets them. It gets them over. And then the fact that they are basically the father's sons. Yeah.
0: It's mad how wow. like it's mad how Danhausen got them over in like one tweet.
1: Effectively. Well it was it was from um originally it was from when he did the Jericho Cruise and he did like a stand-up show. Oh right. And he introduced them. Um, he introduced them as the ass boys, and Cole Cabana like referred to Billy Gunn as uh, well, Cole Cabana called Billy Gunn Billy Gunn, and Danhausen like caught him off and said, You're being disrespectful to the legendary Billy ass.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, that was that was fun. Uh, next up, we had a nice little squash match. Uh, the butcher killing Barrett Brown in about a minute with a powerbomb. Um, obviously, they're they're trying to draw parallels aren't they between him and Wardlow because I mean this is just gonna be a big yeah. hoss, big hoss fest in it when it happens.
1: Yeah. I can't wait for that. Yeah basically what happened was a uh, Brown hits a drop kick on Butcher me. um butcher just no sells it forearms him and then fucking power bombs the soul out of his body. Yep.
0: Yeah. Nice and easy. Uh, good to see Butch looking looking buff. Um, next up then yeah. um, We have Dustin Rhodes backstage He calls out CM Punk for a match Which is again Put, put that on the list of matches I never knew I wanted Until I, until I thought about it
1: Yeah it, It's cool Because he said It was a dream match for him And it's like And he tw- did that tweet And Punk was like Let's do it And yeah. I was like yeah, Let's Let's just do it Yeah so that'll be
0: fun um, Next up then We have another Women's Owen Hart Tournament qualifier Ruby Soho Versus Robin Renegade like, Robin and Charlotte Have been used quite a lot in AW recently haven't they
1: got a feeling they've been signed I mean if, if
0: they're looking for more women's like tag team stuff then it's, this is obviously a good place to go um, we get a bit of twin magic in this match yeah uh, a double twin magic so they switch out to Charlotte for halfway through the match then right before the finish Charlotte rolls into the ring and Robert comes out the other side and like sort of tries to catch Ruby with a surprise roll up and it doesn't quite work um, Ruby's got a new finisher
1: yeah it was basically Crab girl wasn't it yeah um, so that's yeah. nice
0: you can see Ruby getting the win Ruby moves on uh, this, I, I, this, this women's tournament I, looking stacked isn't it like Jesus Christ
1: yeah I, I think it's good that Ruby's used that as a, as a new finisher because I mean I like the no future kick but it's not it doesn't always land does it the only time it ever looked
0: great is when she did it with someone getting pulled off the top rope like the one she did against Nyla off the top rope was great yeah but like as a as a normal thing, I, from the ground, looked just looked a little bit like normal, like a little bit like a regular kick, didn't it? But yeah, this is this is a bit more impactful. Yeah. It looks it looks really good. Uh, Ruby looked great here. Um, good to see her getting another win. And yeah, like I said, that that this, this women's tournament,
1: just the car just building up. It, it looks great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Who who we got? it then is it she the The uh, red velvet Ruby, Jamie, and Tony. So we only need what is it two more? Two no, oh. yeah, possibly. Is there one tonight? Um possibly. Couldn't tell oh. us, I couldn't tell us something ahead. Well while you while you run through the next thing, I'll I'll check on uh right, Twitter. Okay. Even
0: well, I mean this this so this this went we now went to Mark Henry for the main event and this was just over halfway through the show. So you knew this main event was gonna be a monster. Because we had about twenty-eight minutes left on the show, co- on the show still to go, and um, Mark Henry's is introducing uh, Hangman Adam Page and Adam Cole's World Championship Death Match, um, Texas Death Match. Sorry, um, really good, um, really good fire from Cole in the, in the Mark Henry segments, uh, saying that it's been a long time coming. He's going to be the champ. He's going to remind the entire world that he's better than Page, uh, which is really cool. Um, obviously, this is a Texas Death Match uh, ends only by um, submission or failed to answer a ten count. And goddamn, what a match!
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, this was really fucking hard.
0: <laughs> it was nuts. Um, I like, I remember, like, remember, it, I like this is like kind of becoming Adam Page's thing now. After he after he survived that one against Lance Archer, he's like, right, this is the thing I can do.
1: Yeah, I mean, we always kind of knew that it was gonna be, but it, it's it's good they've kind of found like a, a a lot a lot of the time with um a lot a lot of the time with like champions they need kind of like a match that they can call a sort of like niche. Like you look at uh, Triple H, he really tried to make like the Hell in a Cell his niche in the end.
0: Yeah, All right. Sorry, just uh, before, we, before we move on to answer your question tonight, we've got Britt Baker versus Daniel Camella.
1: Oh, nice that they, they, um Daniel Camella had the match on Dark as well. They were really trying to. Um, oh, sweet. Yeah, they were really trying to. Obviously,
0: like, Britt Brit,
1: after losing the belt, she wouldn't,
0: she wouldn't wrestle again until they got to Pittsburgh. So,
1: is it in Pittsburgh? It's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's good.
0: So, yeah, I mean. So many, so much. Like, so, I mean, we can't even go into like all the, all the fun shit in this match. Um, like there's fighting in the crowd, cold hits, uh, cold with a beer, then next it, which is great. Um, murder chair pops up again. Remember, murder chair, murder chair is all elite. Uh, that
1: was that wasn't the murder chair,
0: that's just a variant of murder chair. It
1: was it was a barbed wire chair, yeah. The chair was the way. I've ever seen. Don't bring up Mayor the Chair.
0: <laughs> May the chair is legitimately really upsetting.
1: No one asked me questions about the mayor the chair. I will not. <laughs> have... Yeah, but bar- chair is all elite. Um again, they,
0: they do that uh, early on in this I, I think really early on in this in this rivalry, they worked out like, hang on, like the Panama Sunrise and the Deadeye could be like counted into each other really easily. And they were like, Right, okay, it's, it's fucking it's eaten. we're eating now, boys. This is this is good stuff. And they, they just do that alone, don't they? Um so Paige, uh, Cole goes to Panama Sunrise, but Paige Caxi hits the deadeye, which is awesome. Um like there's one point where Paige just throws about nine chairs in the ring.
1: Yeah, but both uh, both guys were bust open. Paige was bust open hard way, wasn't he? Oh god, yeah. Um and he required stitches on his chin. Um and I don't know how Cole got bust open. Actually, I missed it but they they get bust open.
0: I mean, at one point, um, Cole gets thrown backwards off the top rope onto a, onto the full pile of chairs, which he's sharing the same fate as his partner, Britt Baker.
1: Yeah. Um, and, yeah, then the, the finish, we got the, uh, that uh, the, well, Hangman wraps his arm in barbed wire and starts, like, punching Cole and then realizes. Oh. it
0: Before we get to that, I, I love those a bit, like, just before that, where, um, Adam Cole like shouted at Paige. He was a joke of a champion, and the page just him out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> which was awesome. Uh, yeah, then 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 like fake murder chair came out, and then murder yeah, the chair isn't real. I can't hear me. <laughs> and some of that barbed wire went around uh, Paige's arm.
1: Yeah, and then yeah, um, and then the thing which caused a little bit of contention because it was on Good Friday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Adam Pick <laughs> wraps the barbed wire around Cole's head like it's a crown of thorns. And Dead Eyes, uh, Cole, through the tables. Um, off the apron. Off the apron. Through a table. And yeah, that, that wins the match for him. Adam Cole died for our sins. Uh, Adam Cole is going to rise again this week on Dynamite. <laughs> Probably win the Owen Hart... Uh, this sure. match, this match was fantastic.
0: It was, it was oh, so good. It was so much fun. It was bloody. It was, yeah. It was stiff. It was athletic. It was gritty. It was everything you wanted it to be.
1: Yeah, I take it that we're both in unison. That this is the high.
0: Oh god, yeah. I mean, it was twenty. Much, it was twenty minutes of a one-hour show. It was like a third of the
1: entire show. As as much as as much as I love Black Bull Combat Club, with all my heart and all of the murder the Boys involved in it. This I, I
0: this was a, a pay-per-view quality match
1: on Rampage. Yeah, I can't in good con- conscience say that there was anything better than that on the card. <laughs> um, that being said, I don't think there was a down.
0: No, 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 I don't think there was at all. Um, everything was fun, everything was good, everything, I mean, it's Rampage, it's really hard to get it down on a one-hour show, like everything has its point here, doesn't it? Even the Butcher squad trash, he won with the power bomb, it's, it's it's just the intrigue with him and Wardlow. I mean, you know Wardlow's going to win, but you're thinking, oh, what if Butcher can hit that big power bomb?
1: So. That yeah, and it was uh, say it was a really really fun episode of Dynamite. Yeah, rampage. Uh, rampage sorry. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, it was live as well. I think which I think really helped. It was earlier, which meant I was able to watch it live, which was really good fun.
1: I I wasn't because I was in work.
0: it's all just like me watching it live, and you're not. This is tables, are the turntables, S- sad J noises. <laughs> um, right, so then we'll crack on to our extra special extra hour uh, of AEW this week, which was Battle of the Belts two um battle of the belts harder. Yeah. Especially if you're a Jonathan Gresham, Jesus Christ. Um, oh boy. Well I mean, uh, we'll we'll start off. We'll start off. We'll get the um we'll start with sad times. Well not sad times you know. Um Scorpio Sky versus Sammy Guevara for the TNT title. Yeah. Right. Um, let's let's just let's just get jump straight to the main talk we'll the match was well, this a double turn.
1: I think so. I think so. Um if it wasn't, then it should be because I think Scorpio was like stupidly over in this match anyway.
0: <laughs> there was a point where he was literally just beating the shit out of Sammy in the corner and getting a massive pop for it.
1: Yeah. And <laughs> it's like, it's like everyone, okay. Everyone was chanting, Let's go, Scorpio. Yeah. Um especially what can't be missed is the fact that it was in Sammy's home state as well. Yes.
0: Yeah, in Texas,
1: Scorpio's guy got cheated it was they- Sammy Guevara. Same place where um where the was? Yeah, in the same building in fact. Yeah. Same building, yeah. Yeah, which was um, Yeah. Um I I thought this was a really good match. I just I th- I think they needed to turn Sammy Heel at this point. Like they he's really lost the fans. Yeah. It's the logical thing to do. I I wasn't really wasn't happy with him winning the belt, like, but the match itself was really good. Um, I mean there was was that there was some really cool uh, moments in this match. There was the bit where Sammy hit like the running shooting star off the apron and bust there Ethan Page open with the point of his elbow. Yeah, there was a bit where Scorpio went for a clothesline and Sammy reversed it into um into a Spanish fly
0: oh yeah um, that, 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 that like standing Spanish fly always that's good doesn't it
1: there the was a really that um, there the was a really good um spot as well where Sammy was going for a destroyer on the apron and Scorpio reversed it into a TKO and, like just drilled Sammy on top of his head yeah uh, and yeah after after a while Dan Lambert distracts the referee um and then Sky gets, like, a near fall. Page Van-, Van Zandt comes to the ringside and tie like, an air stop brawling and from the re- the referee getting distracted, Guevara hits a low blow and then uh, does, does a kiss over the belt. As, as well, he wins. hits a
0: low blow, then hits GTH and then he wins and then um, Ty
1: and Sammy do deep kissing with the belt. What was weird with this was that, like, Tony Schiavone was still trying to like sell him as baby faces, (laughs) and then Excalibur just turned around and went, Come on, Tony, (laughs) (laughs) which I found really funny. But at the same time, I was like, Well, that's a bit odd, they do it that way, but sure, I know. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm I'm, to be honest, I think Scorpio had a lot more he could have done in that belt. I, I kind of well, I almost hope that like Sammy drops the belt quite quickly and they can treat it as like a reset on the title because yeah. I feel like they need. Because they're they're in danger of really devaluing the TNT title. I
0: think it's it's gonna sound harsh because he's a great wrestler and he's he's a great worker, but I think they just need to get eventually find a way to get Sammy out of the TNT title scene.
1: Yeah, agreed. Well that that's the thing, this feud doesn't really need a belt anymore, does it? No. I assume it's gonna lead up to Sammy versus Sammy and Ty versus Ethan Page and Paige Van Zandt. Yeah. Which means that or Scorpio and Paige Van Zandt. Or and Paige Van Zandt, yeah. I wouldn't to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, one other thing I thought about was maybe what if like American top team turn on the men of the year and turns the men of the year face but keeps Dan Lambert and Pai well, Dan Lambert at least as a heel. Yeah, and like, it can kind of separate Men of the Year from Dan Lambert and Paige VanZant. It can separate Sammy and Ty from from the Men of the Year. Men of the Year can either go after the tag titles, or
0: also the- we'll talk about that very briefly because it felt like so this wasn't on the show, but there was a promo afterwards. Ethan Page just knocking at the park with his promo. Yeah, um, a very good promo. Um, and it looked very much like Men of the Year were sort of. Getting a little bit frustrated with Dan Lambert in the promo.
1: Yeah, as I say, it was st- it all all started from Dan Land, Dan Lambert's destruction, and then Dan Lambert and Paige Van Zandt's destruction. And also, if like again, if you want a heel team to not that they heels because fucking everyone loves Men of the Year. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say if you want the heel team to go off the Jurassic Express Men of the Year right there.
0: Well, if you break them away from Lambert, maybe like you said, put Lambert with Archer and Archer and Paige versus Sammy and Ty. I think that's a better mm-hmm. fit Um because then you can have like what better way to pop the crowd than have Lance Archer because Randall Sammy. The
1: Archer's aligned with um,
0: Dan Lambert. No, yeah,
1: yeah he... that makes more sense. That and makes then, more sense.
0: And then you can have Men of the Year do actual tag team stuff. And then if you want to proper, if you want to put, put give them the fucking Flowers, put the titles on them for a bit.
1: Yeah. As I said, like I, I think I felt like both of them could have feasibly won the TNT title at different parts of, like, Sammy's reign.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, it was a bit where it looked like Ethan Page was going to dethrone Sammy, and I was, like, really for it. Because Ethan Page is stupidly talented. Um, I imagine he's probably going to get some kind of singles running over the next, like, five years of his new deal. Yeah. Um. And Scorpio's just obscenely good. Like he absolutely deserved to win that title, which I'm glad he did. It's a weird one with Scorpio because he's he's very
0: he's very good, like in the ring, and he's he's a great wrestler, and he's, he's good at he's, I really like, enjoy his promos. But it feels like every time I watch it, this 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 match in particular here felt like the first time I've seen him properly connect with the live crowd.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. It's weird. Like I feel as if. Everyone knows how good he is, and when he was when he was in the um, SCU, and he like made the save for uh, Daniels, that was like that was the first time I saw Scorpio. I was like, oh yeah, everyone loves Scorpio Sky. But then when they turned him heel initially, before he like joined the men, of, before he formed the Men of the Year, it didn't really feel like he could get much out of the crowd other than the fact that he was beating the shit out of Darby Allen. Yeah. This, I
0: think, this, yeah, I, it, it felt like the heel turn really sort of nicked his momentum. I, don't, I, don't, I think, and I think that's why his his, um, his TNT title run felt a little bit underwhelming because yeah, I don't think he, 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 everything quite lined up for him.
1: I feel as if they only put the belt on him, um, so Wardlow had like an actual heel to go after instead of Sammy. Yeah, personally, um, which is. It's it's a bit weird, but sure, why not? But I I don't know. I feel as if I do feel as if men of the year are about to turn face and turn a corner. That's, yeah,
0: I agree with that uh, Speaking of weird, I, do,
1: I think they're going to be obscenely over when they do.
0: As, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. So speaking of weird, um, next up then we have Jonathan Gresham versus Don um, Don Castle for the RH World Championship. Have you ever seen a, a man? Have you ever seen a man who's an actual peacock? Because here we go.
1: A peacock and off the bus have a fight. Yeah, and it was fucking glorious. I mean, Don—I—I
0: I, I can't even remember. Like Don Castle's pre-match promo was great. <laughs> yeah,
1: it really was. Um, it really was. Um, so um, Dalton Castle referred to
0: himself as um, Sully Sullenberger, and he said he was going to land the plane in the river and then. You dress him to goose and he's going to use his feathers and stuff as do they?
1: Yeah, he's just, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Which is great. certainly Zulenberg is the guy who um, landed that flight in 2009 in the river when the, the birds took up the engines and the plane started coming down.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, Dal- Dalton Castle's just great, isn't he? He's just so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's, he's. I mean, he's, uh, great, he's great in the ring, but his promo work is exceptional
0: as well.
1: Yeah, I love the fact that like they gave him the full Dalton Castle entrance. They gave him boys, costumes, which just worked. You had the music. Uh, you had the boys. You, had, you had the boys. Um, and they they all made like a really good like like re- really like big deal out of Dalton. Like made it made it feel like it was a huge deal that like he was challenging Gresham. Um. And then I mean, you talk about you talk about guys who've got great presentation. Jonathan Gresham's just fucking awesome, isn't he? Yeah. Um yeah, absolutely. I love one thing I really like is his promo style, where he's, he reminds me a lot of like um sort of like an old school champion like Nick Bockwinkle mm. or someone of that ilk, where like he talks very sort of methodical and very um very uh, like he's I'm trying to think of the word, like eloquent. Yeah. But he, he he talks slowly, he talks like very like a, like a proper gentleman rogue sort of guy. Yeah. Um uh he's great. Um obviously he's got the really badass octopus mask. Yeah. yeah. For any for a lot of people, this probably would have been the first ever Jonathan Gresham match they've seen as well.
0: Yeah, um, and, it was it was a decent one. I mean, it, it, it could have gone a little bit longer, maybe. I think like with pressure matches, they sort of the slow burners, aren't they? They take a little while to get going because of the story wrestles, the style he wrestles.
1: It it did feel like the uh, finish was quite sudden, um, but they they, I mean, they had a really good match. I thought.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, sort of middle towards the start, um, Castle did like a gut wrench slam. Gresham like slammed it on his head and like what you can cost him by the sound of things. So yeah, kind um, of sucks. But but you know the the match the match went really well. Um, Gresham won with the octopus hot lock, which was with the octopus hold, which is cool. Yeah, they they really they did a the did a really good job of building up how dangerous Gresham was. as like a submission wrestler and as a grappler, which I really enjoyed.
1: Yeah, um, I, I love I mean I love the fact that uh, as well that the finish was basically uh, Castle was going for the um the bangerang and then they traded for they traded pinfall attempts like with like roll ups. Yeah uh, from the bangerang, Um and then Gresham like almost almost like immediately kind of just outsmarts um castles castle's going for like a clothesline and then just locks him in the office opt- in the uh octopus. Yeah like as soon as as soon as uh
0: Dalton over overcommits to the offense and like offers up the arm that's enough for Gresham to sort of take advantage and lock it in which is which is really cool um, yeah, then, yeah um, Dalton taps and Gresham wins
1: yeah um, hopefully we get to see more of Jonathan Gresham in um, in AW because man can go
0: right. well apparently he's signed doesn't he I mean I'd like to see more Dalton Castle as well I hope he sticks around
1: I'd like Dalton Castle to sign i yeah, right, put- Dalton Castle and Dan Housen form a tag team yeah
0: uh, Post match, then we have Gresham Castle shaking hands, observing the code of honor, um, yep. and then sat down. Seeing Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt arrive, Singh kills both the boys in the double choke slam. Um, yep. Catches Castle when he d- tries to dive, throws him to the ring steps. Um, then while Gresham's sort of distracted by Singh, uh, I Sing, Lethal hits him with a lethal injection.
1: Well, was a really cool um, visual of Singh stepping into the ring. Yeah, and he's yeah almost two foot taller. Jonathan Gresham stands at five for four. Yeah, that Nam Singh is seven for three. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And that visual of Gresham just staring up at him was brilliant. Um, and then he, yeah, lethal hits is a shitty finisher. Yeah, <laughs> Sing grabs Gresham in like a
0: choke and then I smashes him into the mat a few times. It just looked really cool, I really like, brutal. What
1: one thing and really good credit to it uh, has, or it was either Taz or Excalibur who said this. Uh, obviously, because Sing's an ex basketball player. They were like oh yeah he's slamming Gresham's head into the mat like it's a basketball I was like that's fucking that's a really good analogy yeah for an ex-basketball player because it makes you think oh fucking hell well, he's he's gonna be like good at doing that anyway isn't he
0: yeah uh, so then Lee Moriarty comes down to make the save but gets him murdered Matt Sadell comes out on crutches tries to hit Singh with a crutch sing grabs it snaps it over his knee and it just explodes it's the visual of that was fantastic yeah um and then as he's about to kill Sidel Joe makes the save with a lead pipe and everyone just does a does a runner, and then um, a nice visual then at the end of
1: J- freshman Joe standing next to the raise both the belts, which is pretty cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, um, I thought it was a really good visual. I, I feel like this probably should have been the way they debuted Satan Singh.
0: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
1: I all they, all they had to do was have Jay like kind of be a shitbag on dynamite and not give Joe like his gift that he said he was gonna give
0: him he looked he looked like a million bucks in the second thing he looked like an absolute monster it was great.
1: Yeah um also my only other issue is I don't really like the fact that like John and Gresham keeps having to rely on Temojo to make the save for him.
0: He's only a little bit,
1: I know but everyone's the same mate when they're on the map <laughs> Uh,
0: no, I think Singh's still pretty tall or
1: something. Yeah, but either way, <laughs> I, I, I just, I just think that like they should. Jordan Gresham's the world champion; they should like protect them a little bit.
0: Yeah, but, I mean, but overall, though, this this match was a great way to introduce AEW fans to Ring of Honor. I thought, yeah, it was a really good, should... like it was a really good, like little ten minute showcase of what Ring of Honor offers, uh, showing two of the two of the biggest stars of the last sort of five years, Ring of Honor in Gresham and Castle, which is really nice.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it was really fun.
0: Right then, next up then, we move on to the main event. Um, Nyla Rose versus Thunder Rosa for the AEW Women's Champion. Uh, no Vicky Guerrero. She's still out with the injury. Well, the fake injury that Nyla gave her on uh, the weekend uh, when at uh, Dynamite when she hit her. Yeah. So Nyla's running solo. Um, again, just really really fun match I, I love I, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of Nyla in the ring I think she she offers something in a women in the women's division that nobody else does obviously with her size and her power
1: yeah agreed she,
0: she works really well with Thunder Rosa because Thunder Rosa is really tricky like there was a moment, there was a bit in this match where, like credit to both women uh, Thunder Rosa hit a code red on Nyla yeah off a beast bomb and it like set up and it looked I don't know how they managed to do it it looked incredible
1: yeah, um, that uh, these two just have like random characters don't they? Yeah, I like, guess this the second or third time we've seen them wrestle now in AW? could be
0: the third time, maybe. It's definitely, it's definitely obviously the, 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 they've at least gone once. They might have gone twice before.
1: Hmm. And every time they wrestle, it seems like they get better and better. Like. With you, like working with each
0: other. Yeah, like Thunder Rose just she, she's really good at like sort of building momentum. So when they do like the spot where like they're trying to take Nyla off her feet, and Thunder Rosa gets sort of up the ante, like gradually like goes goes more and more extreme. And she's one thing Rose is really good at is put, she puts everything into her offense, like
1: her full body. She really
0: throws literally throws herself at her opponents. And when it's someone as big as Nyla, it looks really effective and really cool.
1: Yeah. Um and I mean as well, like the selling of like some of the stuff like the hanging knee. The hanging knee strike, the selling on that from Rose was amazing. Yeah, yeah, like really good. Uh, also, big shout out to Nyla's gear.
0: Oh yeah, Nyla's um, Venom gear. It took me a while to realize the red thing, like coming out of her off her was neck was a ton.
1: Yeah, that yeah. was that
0: was that was superb. I know her um, her wife makes her in gear, doesn't she she's like a professional
1: seamstress. She's the seamstress for AW, isn't she? Is she? Old I know
0: um, it's her and it's um, Nick's wife as well as Cutler's it? wife. Cutler's wife. There we go.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah, there. Uh, that that's probably why Cutler and I will always have the best gear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I thought that was really cool. I love the face the face paint which was going across her face as well. Yeah, um, and I thought the uh, I thought this as I say this match was really fun. Um, really good chemistry, and I. I like that they protected Nyla in the defeat as well.
0: Yeah, because it was it kind of came out of nowhere, didn't it? The, like Rosa just hit a hurricane on it and then just wrapped it up for the pin, and it felt like it felt like she snuck one almost.
1: Yeah, and I think with with Nyla, like having the power the distinct power advantage over a lot of her opponents, I think that's always the best way to kind of do it to kind of keep Nyla protected. Yeah, because especially if they want to kind of have Nyla as like. The person they can always rely on to like be like a challenger for like, the a, like, like, a,
0: like a believable threat,
1: yeah. Because the thing with Nyla is they always bring her out as a challenger for like when when they need some like when they when they basically need somebody to uh, challenge and they've not they've not really got anyone built up, yeah. Because she's a former women's champion, they can just go to put Nyla in. Right, should
0: we? And we've got, I think we've got some questions. So should we go very quickly through highs and lows and then we'll rock it up with some, uh, some questions off this good?
1: Yeah. I mean, for me, the high was uh, Gresham versus Castle. I really enjoyed that match. Um, but big, 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 big love to uh, Rosa versus Nyla. That was fucking banging. Uh, low, not for the actual match, just for the outcome. Uh, Sammy winning the uh, TNT title. Fair. I felt um, Felt I like didn't need to put the belt back on something. I'm
0: gonna go same as you actually, both on both, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it nice and easy. Yeah. Uh, right then, we'll move on to some questions from our Discord. If you want to join our Discord and ask questions on any of our podcasts, you can do so. At Untitled restpod Growing up, we've got a really nice community up here. Um, a lot of people who play video games together, uh, talk about movies, post memes. It's a really good time. Talk about wrestling occasionally. Yeah, it's really good fun. Get on that if that's something you're interested in. Um, yeah. Right. So, first up, a couple from Sarah. Um, first question Have Sammy and Ty been given the Cody and Brandy storyline? I think absolutely. All the way to like them not turning it on when it's, when, it's, when it's meant to be.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, you've just got to look at the fact that Brandy's last interaction on AEW television was her answer and Dan Lambert burying Cody and then Paige Van Zandt beating the shit over. Yeah, and that but was absolutely. Like... They've literally just. Filled the fucking void of Brandy the f- and Cody. The- They've just copy pasted, haven't they? Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll jump across just because we had a question from Faye that ties into this. So when again when will Sammy get his obligatory neck tattoo? Yes, for the pay per view probably for the pay per view. Um, yeah, but
1: if, it'll, if just, it'll, it'll, it'll be it'll be, of that,
0: that, it'll, be that, it'll be a neck tattoo with the picture of him and Ty naked with the belt, or it'll just be like a panda. <laughs> You're that, yeah. Uh, so Sarah also asks, what's next for Britt Baker?
1: Uh Well, we kind of touched on this before. I think she's going to be a finalist in the Outward Tournaments.
0: Yeah, and she'll go deep in the yeah. Tournaments, and then whoever takes her out of the tournament, she'll go into a program with them, I think.
1: Yeah, that's, that's the easiest way around it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I imagine she's probably going to cut some kind of promo tonight on Dynamite.
0: Yeah, oh, she's in Pittsburgh, of course she will. She, you know, she'll, yeah. have, she'll have some time not she... Uh, and then the last one from Sarah, any ideas Speaking of Dynamite, any ideas on what the announcement on Dynamite tonight is going to be? I mean, I'm 90% sure now it's going to be the New Japan show.
1: Yeah, I, I think that a co-promoted show in New Japan sounds like the most logical thing, doesn't it? I mean, one thing that came uh, out of a podcast
0: it, yesterday from Tony Khan is that he's currently negotiating with Warner for a Ring of Honor TV deal.
1: Right, okay.
0: Which is pretty cool, but I don't think that's I don't think that's far enough along to be an announcement, especially one that was announced like a couple of days ago.
1: Mm, yeah, um, I, I mean, Ring of Honor do technically still have the TV deal, don't do With no, the Sinclair? Sinclair,
0: the Sinclair deal announced. Yeah, announced yesterday the Sinclair deal's finished up.
1: Right, okay, so they need to get a new deal. Um, what I'd like to see for the time being with that with Ring of Honor then would be either using the slot on YouTube that they use for like either dark or dark elevation. Yeah. As like an hour weekly ringle the a show. It's just, just as a way to kind of keep momentum going either that or just like have like the ROH talent show up on like Rampage or I'd,
0: fi- I'd be fine if you' was like a monthly special like streamed it or something.
1: Yeah. Cause I know, I know Tony said he really wants weekly ROH TV, doesn't he?
0: Yeah. I think, I, think um, I think they'll get one. I mean, I think if you look at the numbers that the Supercard of did, they're in a really strong position to negotiate for a TV show, aren't they? Because it did, did like, it did superb like, numbers considering yeah. the previous pay per views.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I think that there was a rumored date, wasn't there, for Yes. I can't what, June? Possibly,
0: yeah.
1: July. One or the other. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think it makes the most sense. Um, it, it seems as if AW running a show with New Japan is going to lead to a couple of AW guys showing up in the G One. Oh yeah. Um, and it, it, as I say, it just makes the most sense, doesn't it? Um, yeah.
0: Uh, right, we'll, on. we'll
1: know. We'll know how big it is if the show opens with Tony Tony Khan in the ring, coked up out of his mind. Yeah. I haven't had some of Daddy Magic's Jack 3D. Um, <laughs> uh,
0: right, moving on. Joe from uh, Dark Vince and Home Greatness Podcast has asked, trio's belt when? Question mark. Uh, well, they've already got some, mate. Uh, Ring of Honor got trio's titles. So, let's nick them.
1: Yeah. Um, that being said, they haven't acknowledged the trio's titles at all of the ROH. No, uh, I, f- I feel
0: like if anything comes in now, it's gonna, they're obviously they're going to wait till after the Owens ran, of course.
1: Yeah. Um, it, Tony's actually said, he doesn't want to do anything with the trios belts until Kenny's back. Yeah. Which, I mean, that, that could be like the start of next year, the, the way things are going. I don't, don't wait, I,
0: don't, I, don't, I don't want to wait that long. I want King of Trios now, but don't.
1: Yeah, I, I'd, it'd be a good thing to do for the summer, wouldn't it? Yeah, bring Claudio in. and uh... Bring the Kings of Wrestling in. i Have Chuck Taylor rejoin the Kings of Wrestling. Yeah. So we got that right there. Got Blackpool Combat Club. Got the House of Black. We got, got with Christian Dark Order. Um, Team Taz with Hook. Yeah. Um, you could have like a Team Ring of Honor. Like, have like Gresham, you've Joe, you've Don got Castle, the um,
0: Undisputed Elite.
1: Yeah, you've got a. Uh, you've got Lethal, uh, Sunjay, and Satnam Singh. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's plenty of there's plenty of trio teams knocking around, isn't it? If you if you need them,
1: yeah. Uh, right, we'll that go back to um Lance Archer If are still knocking about Dunlam, oh yeah. yeah, they didn't even think
0: about that. Uh, go back to Faye. Um, do you feel like the circumstances of Jurassic Express becoming tag team champions, with it being given to them prematurely, have had a negative effect on the run as a whole? As I feel like it's been a bit underwhelming. Well, we said something entirely different to this earlier on.
1: I um, I feel like they weren't given them prematurely. If anything, I feel like they were given them late.
0: I feel like I think when when is prematurely, I think it means like prematurely in terms of the run of um,
1: the Lucha Bros. Yeah, yeah. So, so I see what you mean. But then, even then, like the Lucha Bros, they'd beaten everybody they could.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think you need to do long face title reigns like compared to heels. Like, I really don't. If,
1: like, if you think about it, the Lucha Bros, um, when they lost the tag titles. There was no Red Dragon, was there? Or Red no. Dragon have just, have just debuted? Uh, there was no Blackpool Comeback Club. They were, they were already kind of entrenched in a feud with the House of Black, and it was. I feel as if the tag type tit- them getting the tag titles, was just a way to kind of like allow the Lucha Bros to go on, or Death Triangle to go into the feud with the House of Black.
0: Yeah, it's just weird, isn't it? Because if you look at AEW's title scene now, all the titles, so you've got Hangman's the champion.
1: Speaking of, got... of teams, I've just thought, speaking of teams that the Jurassic Express haven't had to deal with yet. House.
0: House of Black, yeah. I mean they're, they're, bit, the <laughs> they're only not tag team tag champions because they've not decided they want to be them yet. So
1: Yeah, that's true. Uh,
0: so well, I was thinking like if you, you've got to be careful because if you look at the tag the titles you need to now, you've got Hangman who's a face, you've got Jurassic Express with faces, you've got Sammy who's a legendary face. You've got no, Thunder not, Rosa, who's no. a face. So there aren't and um, the, the money the, the the big money is in the in watching the, waiting for the heel to get to come up and like all the if all the champions are faces, then you haven't got that.
1: Sa- Sammy's a heel now.
0: Sammy, well that, that's we'll we'll see we'll see Sa- how the sh- we'll, we'll see how that shakes Sa- out tonight, shall we?
1: Um yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh yeah, you've got Gresham who's a face, Joe's a face, FDR faces on the other side of it.
0: Yeah, so we've almost gone the other way now. We've got two... We, we need some heel champions because you need that anticipation, like like the Kenny build-up. You need that anticipation of who's going to beat them. You know, there's there's nothing there now at the moment. There's no... There's nothing in the company that's like... Well, there is. It's Wardlow-MJF. That's the, that's the one bit of comeuppance you're waiting for is MGF to get his ass kicked by Wardlow.
1: Yeah. Um, and then... Then we're going to get MJF to throw Punk for the title after Punk beats Hangman...
0: So yeah, so they need to get some face, some heel champions, pretty pretty sharpish, I'd say. Um, but and I think that's why it feels a little underwhelming, is because there's never anything, because the, the the face winning is kind of always the end of the story. Yeah, and then you've got to sort of carry it on, and but you've never you're never going to carry that momentum of like of the chase into the rain.
1: Yeah, I, I feel I feel as if. Jurassic Express as I say it definitely feels like it's runner's course but Jurassic Express didn't have a chase because they won of faces as well so they had no momentum
0: at all to carry on
1: coming into the into well theory. they, did, they did kind of have a chase the only difference was they were like feuding with the books the same time as like the Lucha Bros yeah Lucha Bros won the title shot off Jurassic Express and then Jurassic Express went after the Bucks when Lucha Bros went with the tag titles yeah
0: so it was, there was a, but it It, didn't have they, a, it wasn't that traditional, like Hangman Kenny
1: build. Yeah, but then their paths converged back to the tag title match. Yeah, that's how they did it. They just, they just did it a different way to how we are kind of, not conditioned, but how we kind of expect to see these things play out is that, oh yeah, you're chasing the, t- the champions, whereas Jurassic Express went, okay, well we're going to beat all these other teams that you've beaten previously, and when, well, when we meet you back, we'll beat you next time which yep. is what he
0: did. Um, right, then Troy,
1: With got a couple of oh, questions now to a finish. I love bit like that. I think that's actually a really cool way they've done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, to be fair. Now, um, now I've just mapped myself for myself there. I think, actually oh, shit, it Um been
0: good. Um, and so I questions for Troy. Uh, first off, what does Adam Cole do now? Is that him away from the title picture for a little bit? Uh, I think so. I think we've, thought, we've sort of touched on it, haven't we? Um, you mentioned before about giving him a, a deep run in the in the Owen tournament. I think he's going to win the Owen. So he could do that. I mean, I wouldn't be adverse to him Dropping into a TNT, have a little TNT title program with someone, I think that'd be quite nice.
1: Stop in Panama, Sunrise, the solo, Sammy
0: And then obviously, the, the, the one we all want to see is well, one thing that would help a lot would be Trios Belts. If you have him, him, him and Red Dragon go for Trios Belts, would be nice.
1: Yeah, it would. Um, yeah, it's. um Know, there's a lot of possibilities for Adam Cole like he doesn't necessarily need to be in a title picture
0: the only thing I see coming for him in the next few
1: weeks is a loss to CM Punk to put Punk over to the title scene oh yeah like Punk, Punk and Cole's happening like imminently absolutely which is insane I think I'm probably going to just drop that on like an episode of Rampage or Dynamite yeah instead of you know a fucking pay-per-view well <laughs> um, that's not a bad thing that's that's just we're lucky as fans aren't we that we're getting like Pay per view level matches like every other week on Dynamite, yeah, because that's going to set up for
0: them for Cole versus Page, which uh, for Punky Page, right? If that's the double or nothing.
1: So, mm. I want, um, I mean, double or nothing's going to have the finals of the hour. Have they said it's going to have the um casino battle Royale as well? Oh, yeah, know, know. it's in I think, Vegas,
0: they normally do, don't they? So, yeah,
1: they usually do the men's at um double or nothing and the women's are all in or all out, sorry, yeah the tag team one did they do the tag team one at revolution I think they did they,
0: no, did, well, it,
1: but the, they, did, they did the they did the, two, go
0: the home. No, they, did, they? Well, they did the two the two before didn't
1: they the two the two weeks before yeah that's right you're right they did, it. They did it. They, the one they called the casino battle royal because one was like just an over the top one yeah um, the go home of revolution wasn't it
0: uh, right then, last question from Trey again. Uh, why was Scorpius Sky's run with the TNT title treated so badly? The belt feels a bit cheap now, and just playing second fiddle to the bullshit with Sami and Ty. Uh, we, when we we touched on this as well. I, I think the only reason that Scorpius Sky's reign didn't go particularly great again, I don't think it was necessarily his fault. I mean, the belt is wrapped up into the bullshit, and they need. We we, we said, well, you know, they need to get Sammy out of the picture. Um, I you know, I'll, I'll echo that. Um, I think I just don't think. Sky. I I don't think, he, I think it was only this last match. Where I think he really connected with the crowd. I think his heel guy, his heel character, just hasn't really worked.
1: I I feel for me that it was almost like, well, if if those feel as if like Cody was meant to be kind of in Sammy's role, doesn't it? Yeah. I feel like Cody leaving's fucked up that part of it. I feel like Sky winning the belt was only. It was kind of like a a t a two-prong thing, the fact that it was there as they needed a heel to face Wardlow and they didn't have a heel to face Wardlow when Wardlow won the face of the revolution. And Sky was already kind of entrenched in the TNT title picture, so it made sense. And the other thing, I feel like they've they've given it because like they knew it was going to be a short term thing. It's almost like they've given it as a thank you for like just being like like we've been saying, like they've been given like a lot of like. A lot of the original guys, like title runs, just to kind of to kind of give them the flowers. So yeah. to speak, um, I feel like it was that. But also, as we touched on before, I feel like this is the catalyst now for like getting Scorpio and Ethan Page really fucking over. Yeah. Like, I, 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 while I'm disappointed with the actual reign itself. To try and like accentuate the positives of it, I don't see it as a necessarily a bad thing because I feel like it, it's gonna give them a bit more momentum going forward where they kind of needed it anyway.
0: It did like, even though even though it wasn't a great rain on paper, like it legitimized Scorpio a bit
1: more. Yeah by absolutely. having him be the champion. Like, yeah, when, he, mean, when, he, when he
0: beat Sammy, like me you were fucking shook when we watched it with me.
1: Yeah, I couldn't believe he beat Sammy. I was shocked. I thought he was just there for like a fucking a, a like little stopgap for like before Sammy gets like murdered by Wardlow. Yeah. Um as I say, I feel like I feel like the TNT title, as we as we kind of touched on earlier, do you need to just get it away from this feud?
0: It needs, it needs a reset. And what better reset button than the fucking redeemer?
1: Oh bring, just bring. Well, you said uh, the other day, Kip saving that would be fucking great.
0: Put it on Kip. have Kip and Sammy. It, have a, a few. Put, it, put on it on Kip with the spooky box on the head, gimmick. And then Kip comes out and to like it. celebrate when he, the, the, the week after he wins it, and Miro comes back and just lays him dead.
1: Oh, just that'd be so good. And we do, we do need Miro to come back and just kill Sammy.
0: we were saying on the news, right, like the TNT title hasn't felt like a big deal since Miro lost it to Sammy.
1: Yeah, true facts. You know, you know, it would actually also be good if they, uh, if they I'd, somehow Joe, uh, unify the ROH TV title and the um, TNT title.
0: You I have to win both, like WWE unify them, where he just carries both of them and they're still separate belts.
1: Or that, or just having um, unify the two, just because I feel as if ROH doesn't need the pure title, the TV title, and the world title.
0: Uh, but I think AEW needs more titles, though. So I think it's—I think having all the RAH ones around kind of helps a little bit.
1: Yeah, but they still don't need that many, like kind of mid card belts. They got three mid card belts just floating around. Yeah, although he... you didn't come out with the uh, pure title this week.
0: No, he didn't. He wasn't announced the pure champion either, which is interesting. So mm. yeah, there you go on that on that bit of intrigue and that bit of that's that's we hit it here first. The pure title is gone from AEW forever. On that, on that, this, this is just a salacious rumour.
1: I hope not. Um, <laughs> yeah, Josh Woods didn't die for this. Uh, Josh Woods did. I mean, Gresham was the one who, like, campaigned to bring it back, wasn't
0: he? Yeah. yeah
1: so
0: as, done, like, as, long as, as long as Gresham's got Tony Khan's here, I don't think the pure title's going anywhere, to be fair.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, it's the fucking really snazzy look, like, awesome looking Ring of a title of Bandit that was carrying for the OG ring of Honor Title, which is a very nice felt, but it's it not ain't. as... It ain't the proper one. It ain't that... Well, it is the proper one. It's the original one. It's just not as nice as the one that Bundy had. Yeah. Right
0: then. On that note, then I think we'll wrap it up there. Um, yeah, that was a lot of AW to get through. that's slightly less to go through next week, so we'll, uh, we'll see you for that. Uh, as always, yeah. thank you very much for listening. Uh, stay safe, enjoy your wrestling, and we'll see you all very soon. Goodbye. Bye. Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, housing, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House. <laughs>